your news, your entertainment, your business. We're on a mission from God. This is the Rich Rothman Show. Good afternoon. This is Rich Rothman. How are you? It's 4 o'clock straight up, which means it's time for the Rich Rothman Show. And I want to welcome you all here. Mm-hmm. And uh, hang on a minute. i got to do one quick techie thing. Didn't you do that earlier? No, I didn't believe I, I did that. I told you I'm to so do that sorry. before we left the Oh, no, God. I apologize for that. Anyone out there who's listening to that, I just want you to know I left the speaker on, and it's my fault. Oh, I didn't hear it. That's well, I did. And I, I couldn't understand why I kept hearing it. It's like, I see dead people. There are ghosts in here. Mm. You know, I watched a ghost thing last night. Late last night, I was watching, like, one of my, having my insomnia attacks. So I was watching something. They were over in uh, in Ireland. Yeah. And this family from the United States went into this incredibly evil castle in Ireland somewhere. Who are you? And Oh, I'm just, it's just, it was, I got spooked. I got spooked watching it. We got to talk about this. You know what? We should go there and do a oh, show I'm, from there. I love ghost stories. Well, this, this is this was really scary. It's scary to the point I put on the military channel right away. <laughs> so I wanted to get something the totally antithesis something, of that. Something really something, something different right. that is going to be uh, anyway. So, welcome to the show. This is Rich Rothman on 1360 WKAT. And uh, hey, Wanda is with me this evening. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's in the booth. Yep, I she's am. She's feeling better because she got something to eat. I know I, she was. I forgot. Sometimes I just forget to eat. Makes That's because you may know Wanda's voice from uh, WLRN from five mm -hmm. o'clock till ten o'clock in the mm -hmm. morning. Yeah. So we all understand that Wanda is tired. This is not lunch for Wanda. Mm -hmm. This is like a late snack. That was dinner. Yeah, that was dinner. It's like a late snack. Anyway, welcome to the show. We have a God. We have so much to talk about and so much to do. And well, let's just not do it and let's go home. No, we can't do that. Okay, so. Uh, today, um, hmm, where do I start with that? Today is the anniversary of Robert F. Kennedy, his assassination. And um, many of us from my generation, I know in, I, where I was in uh, 1968, when I, I know exactly where I was in 1968. I was at my home in upstate New York, and I was uh, trying to think. I guess since it was June, I wasn't in school at the time, so uh, school was out earlier than that. But uh, and in '68 when I got my bachelor's, so I was still hanging out, waiting to start my master's degree. So it was kind of playtime for me. But I remember putting on the television set, and we were watching um, Kennedy give his uh, his speech at the Ambassador Hotel, uh, congratulating everybody on doing a job well done for the primary out in California. And uh, and then we all know what happened. Just a few minutes after that, he goes out, goes in through the kitchen. And uh, Sirhan Sirhan's waiting for him, or Sirhan Sirhan, depending upon whether you're from Western New York or downstate. And uh, and they blew his brains out. And uh, I thought it'd be interesting, given that this is the start of this whole season. Now the real fight's going to begin. And but of course that was the fight for the uh, for the Democratic nomination, and it was a very heated uh, fight when uh, RFK was running against McCarthy and others. And it was a really, it was a real heck of a fight. It was a knockout, drawout fight. You know, Kennedys have uh, interesting uh, relationships in Washington, depending upon who you talk to. Either you love the Kennedys or you didn't like the Kennedys. If you were Hoover, you hated the Kennedys. Hoover hated Bobby Kennedy because Bobby Kennedy was kind of his boss. And Bobby Kennedy was this young whippersnapper telling J. Edgar Hoover, probably the consummate control freak. You know, I mean, I mean, look what he did to innocent people. I mean, he was a really evil guy. 
nice, nice, you know, high heel shoes, but you know, of all people, well, to be a closet crazy, it was him. Anyway, so they didn't get along very well, and and the mafia didn't get along very well with Bobby Kennedy. Uh, for, for a lot of reasons, one of which that uh, Traficante was deported in 24 hours notice back out of the country to uh, Sicily, to Italy, and Kennedy did that, and it was Traficante and the boys who delivered for JFK uh, his his success in Chicago. He delivered Illinois, yeah, that's what and the AFL-CIO, the unions, went for the Kennedy clan and um, and turned down Nixon, which even though you know they only won by a couple of points margin, not even on a nationwide basis uh... but so the kennedys used the mob then the kennedys turned on the mob uh... jack gets killed rumors of course are that it was a combination of people who really conspired to kill jack kennedy um, president kennedy can't be proven either way and of course the warren commission in its wonderful infinite wisdom has sealed all the documents forever for a long long time supposed to be for twenty five years whatever Anyway. So uh, what do we got? Two minutes left. Yeah. All right, two minutes. Well, I'll tell you, we're gonna hold that. We'll yeah. hold that. Let's go to the Lucky Stiff. We're starting a new segment uh, today. It's called the Lucky Stiff segment, and uh, it's about dead people, and uh, it's about those who have passed away this week. Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley passed away this week. One of the most infamous, most famous rock and roll stars. He is a uh, blues man who did the crossover from black uh, or Negro music, as it was called, into uh, blues music uh, from the uh, the South going up to Chicago. And Bo Diddley was just a class act. So when you listen to some of the stuff that he did, uh, it, it really still haunts us today for all the things that we remember for rock and roll. So 1950 rock and roll is Bo Diddley. No one, no one can think uh, other than that. Just listen just for a second to that. He'd be the man. Let's give a listen for a bit. Who is that? We'll come back to that. We're having technical. Oh, yeah. Well, there it is. Also, uh, this week. Also, this week, thought I'd tell you that Bob Justman, the producer of the TV Star Trek series, died. And believe it or not, Alexander Courage, who was the uh, theme writer of the theme of Star Trek, also disappeared, and he got dead this week. Mm. So uh, you know, it's very interesting since we're keeping track of all the lucky stiffs that are out there that uh, they're dying. Did you get the fashion guy? And, and Eve Saint Laurent died yes. earlier in the week as well, yep. at age seventy something, seventy nine, seventy nine years of age. I think lucky, pretty young guy. Lucky stiffs. Lucky stiffs. They made the grade. All right. So uh, anyway, so listen to Bo Diddley for a little bit. When he comes back, we're going to get into our discussion of all sorts of stuff that are important. We'll set up the show for you, tell you who's going to be here, including hmm. Jeff Zabar is going to be here soon. Yay. Yep. And uh, we have Rich Milstein's going to be on, a well-known attorney from Miami. Yes. And we have Dick Stiglitz, who's yeah. talking about change in lifestyle, government business, and how it relates to the election. So Ooh. don't go anywhere. Lots listen to a bit more to Bo Diddley. We'll be right back, and we're going to continue with the show. Bye. Who do you love, honey? 
Where in South Florida can you find a truly elegant hotel with 276 luxury guest rooms, offering a newly renovated championship golf course, tennis course, the largest hotel swimming pool in the country with private poolside cabanas, a world-class spa, and an award-winning fitness center with a restaurant that Zagat called one of the best restaurants in the country, all spread over a 150-acre tropical paradise landscape. Give up? At Biltmore Coral Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. Built in 1926, Biltmore Coral Gables, Miami, the golf and spa resort, is a South Florida landmark. With all the amenities to make your next getaway weekend or night away from the kids a memorable experience. Visit www.biltmorehotel.com for more information or call 1-800-747-1926 for reservations. Your next great getaway weekend or night out awaits you at Biltmore Coral Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. In today's volatile investing environment, you need a valued and trusted partner who can build and sustain your financial security. You have that partner in the investment firm of Investor Solutions. Named on Bloomberg's list of top wealth managers and by Barron's as one of the top 100 best independent financial advisors in the country, Investor Solutions specializes in wealth management along with the full range of retirement planning and fiduciary services for high net worth individuals and their families, charitable foundations and organizations, business firms, trust endowments, and other institutional entities. Call at 800-508-8500 now for a no-obligation, honest, professional assessment of your current portfolio. That's 1-800-508-8500 or go to InvestorSolutions.com for more information. No name is more synonymous with success than Miami Dolphins owner H. Wayne Heisinger, architect of three Fortune 500 companies, including AutoNation and Blockbuster. This renowned entrepreneur has brought his unique business approach to the classroom with the Heisinger School of Business at Nova Southeastern University. With a faculty of real-world leaders and a curriculum based on Heisinger's entrepreneurial ideals, the Heisinger School of Business offers the rare opportunity to learn the ropes from someone who's climbed their way to the very top. Apply now at nova.edu slash business. The Miami Science Museum has something new for everyone. Walk among the largest creatures to have ever inhabited the Earth in the Dinosaurs of China exhibit. Enjoy our spectacular planetarium and laser shows. And interact with the creatures that live in the renovated Wildlife Center. Also, don't miss out on our fabulous First Fridays, our MySci FYI Science Lecture Series, and our MySci Professional Mixers. Visit the museum's website, www.miamisci.org. That's miamisci.org. For more info, MySci. It's not the science museum you remember. A new terminal that is larger than some mid-sized U.S. airports. The new Miami International Airport. A new 350-space ground-level short-term parking lot. The new Miami International Airport. The only U.S. airport with sleep pods. The new Miami International Airport. The international gateway to the Americas with more flights to South America than all U.S. airports combined. The new Miami International Airport. And coming soon, 61 new retail and food shops to add to your airport's savoir faire. Come experience the new Miami International Airport and watch us move towards the future. The new Miami International Airport. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL. Customer service is back in shipping.
Your news, your entertainment, your business. I wonder where a guy, an everyday Joe like myself, can find a little action. This is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT. Welcome back. This is Rich. Uh, and it's about uh, 4.11 in the afternoon on 1360 WKAT. Along with Wanda, we're streaming live at uh, 1360WKAT.com, as well as easily get to this one, therichrothmanshow.com. Uh, you can do that, or you can go right to iTunes and re research us, look us up in the library, and we'll be there. If you look at our little picture, and you'll see what's going on, and, uh, and catch us. Love hanging out in the library. Me too. I like to do that. Yeah. Uh, all right, let me, um, let me go back to the Robert Kennedy thing. Uh, and and, we're, and I, I like the Lucky Stiff section. I think we'll, we'll get into that better next week. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. get into that. We'll have a lot more time to play with it. But let's talk about this. Let's listen to some of the things about Robert Kennedy, what he was saying. Because I, it's really uncanny how, how life repeats itself. It does that a lot. Listen to this cut. It's happened here in the state of California, what has happened in South Dakota, what happened in New Hampshire, what happened across the rest of this country. The country wants to move in a different direction. We want to deal with our own problems within our own country, and we want peace in Vietnam. Congratulate uh, Senator uh, McCarthy and the, those who have been associated, those who have been associated with him, and their efforts that they have uh, started in New Hampshire and carried through to this, to uh, the primary here in the state of California. The fact is that all of us are involved in this great effort, and it's a great effort not on behalf of the Democratic Party. It's a great effort on behalf of the United States, on behalf of our own people, on behalf of mankind all around the globe and the next generation. I would hope I would hope now that the California primary is finished. Now that these primaries over, that we could now concentrate on having a dialogue or a debate, I hope, between the vice president and perhaps myself on what direction we want to go in the United States. What we're going to do in the rural areas of our country, what we're going to do for those who still suffer within the United States from hunger, what we're going to do around the rest of the globe, and whether we're going to continue the policies that have been so unsuccessful in Vietnam of American troops and American Marines carrying the major burden of that conflict. I do not want to, and I think we should move in a different direction. So I... So I thank, I thank all of you who made this possible this evening, all of the effort that you made and all of the people whose names I haven't mentioned, but who made all, did all of the work at the precinct level, who got out the vote, who did all of the effort, uh, brought forth all of the effort that's required. I was a campaign manager eight years ago. I know what a difference that kind of an effort and that kind of commitment makes. So I thank all of you, those of you who are here.
Mayor, Mayor Yorty has just sent me a message that we've been here too long already. So, uh, my thanks to all of you, and now it's on to Chicago, and let's win there. Thank you. And we all know that just minutes after that, he walks through the kitchen and he, and he gets killed. He gets dead, and it's awful. And the whole campaign just fell apart. And if you remember Chicago, 1968, uh, just an absolute disaster of a uh, convention. Uh, Richard Daly had uh, such a militant environment in Chicago. That's the one that Dan Rather was beaten on the floor of the campaign of the uh, convention center in Chicago. Uh, and um, life changed. Life changed dramatically. What I find amazing in this whole thing, and I'm sure that you do too out there, for those who are listening or listening to me on in their car or on the computer, is that if you think of what he's saying and what we're hearing today, yeah. we, we haven't come very far. We've just come back around. We just yeah, it's the same. It just hasn't changed all that much. Well, it, it's changed because this time it's a an African American. Running for president. Well, that's a big change. That's a big change. But it, it, well, we're talking, though, yeah, in those days we're talking a Roman Catholic again. Okay. Today we're talking about uh, uh, an Afro, an African American, um, uh, half African American, by the way. Well, his father was from Africa. Yeah, his father was from Africa. Yeah. Um, but when you listen to what the man is saying, and, and you're listening to what Obama is saying, and, and you remember, if you've been listening to me, I, um, I haven't been pro-Obama. I've been pretty hard on Obama. But i got to tell you that I, the guy gives great speech. The guy is terrific. And, and if I were McCain right now, I'd be concerned. I'd be concerned in the delivery and the presentation of the speech. Because that's everything. It doesn't matter. Whether, forget about whether I'm Republican or Democrat or whatever. It's not just the substance of the matter. It's, it's how it's delivered. And if you happen to have good substance that goes with it, in terms of what you're saying, the verbiage, the written word that you're reading, because when Obama stays to a script, he's phenomenal. You'll notice that when he goes off and he speaks ex extemporaneously somewhere, he's not quite as good as he is when he has a, a, a speech. And I've seen this in some of the stuff that we've been looking at going back. But he gets the crowd. Yeah, he does. And he sounds presidential. And, uh, and he has the uh, the youthful energy that I am really worried if I were McCain that I don't know if, if he's going to bring that across because when you watch McCain and you look for example in a speech the other night and he was holding the microphone he was holding the microphone sort of like he's an old man and I'm looking at it you know and and this is the guy that I thought I was going to vote for and he's holding the microphone and he's like hunched a little bit the microphone he doesn't look wrong even though listen he's a warrior and god bless him he was in prison for five years he was tortured uh he's a you know he's a jet guy you know he's a fighter pilot no doubt he's a absolute true red-blooded american hero 110 percent more than obama in the sense because he gave his blood for america and obama just never never got in the military to do that but but when you watch obama and you listen to him you know the 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 thing that intrigues me the most wanda and and all you folks out there listening to me is the look at the people surrounding obama you know what's really interesting last night and last week elma gantry has been playing on god knows which one of the premium channels i've been watching and i only watch basically premium channels and 
history channels and science channels. I, mean, I like to learn something. But I like watching movies. And I was watching Elmer Gantry. Now, I, I studied Elmer Gantry when I was getting my master's or, or my bachelor's. I can't remember which one because I was a lit major and that's, I, I taught English for a while in college. And you look at the people who are starving, just like we said with the Michael J. Fox piece, some American president, starving for change. All right? People in the 20s when Elmer Gantry, which, by the way, is a true story, when Elmer Gantry was out in the mid, in the mid plains, in the plain states, out in the tent, the uh, Messiah tents, and uh, getting out there and bringing Jesus to the people, giving hope, hope. That's what these these what these 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 people in these tents were doing, hmm. bringing hope to people who had no hope. They had no hope. They're in, they're in the dust bowl, you know. They're they're in a depression. They're 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 farm crop people. And if you understand farmers, until recently. Farmers are hard-working Americans, hard-working Americans. And in many, many cases, going back to the 20s and 30s, you're not talking these big conglomerates like Arthur Daniel, Archer Daniel Midland, you know, ADM, coming in and buying up millions of acres and running it as a, as a, uh, as, as a corporation, a mega corporation. What you had were family-owned farms producing that went to a railhead, and that product was distributed at the railhead. Kansas City was a railhead. It was formed originally as a railhead. And you shipped cattle from the west to Chicago and so forth, Kansas City beef. Okay. Webcam, by the way. Webcam. You, we do. You should do this. The hands are Well, I'm doing this for you. Oh. I want all that to know. I do this, I do this little ballet this for Wanda. ballet-like. So, so you watch the people. My point is... You watch the people, you watch their eyes, you watch their body language, and it's the same thing today as we look at from Robert Kennedy, when I watch these, the youth of America. I was behind Robert Kennedy. I was a, a far-to-the-left Democrat. I was, I didn't want to discuss how far-to-the-left I was because they'll get okay. me arrested, but I mean, really, I'm so far-left that we look up the word left, there's a picture of me. That's how far-to-the-left I was. But uh, so here we ha we have the scenario where people are looking and people want and people want to believe in something because people are hurting, you know, and it's no different than it was in the 20s, late 20s, particularly for that Midwestern part for Elmer Gantry. It's no different than it was in another era that we're going to talk about right now with the Huey Long era. And we're going to we're going to we're going to do a cut in a minute from uh, Broderick Crawford's piece on all the king's men and i want you to listen to that and you're going to listen to how he talked to people who were looking for hope and change and had none coming out of uh, world war two just starting to get their lives together but really want something good and then you think about what obama's saying and how he's coming across with the same concept of hope and change hope and change because in some cases that's all that some people have but where, where are we hoping for? We can't afford gasoline, right? We're losing jobs. Our economy's in shambles. The stock market is in chaos. It goes up and down and up and down. It's not really going anywhere great right now for people. We're trying to find something to grasp onto and hold so we don't drown. And, and so here we have, let's, let's listen to this cut on, uh, on Huey Long and uh, uh, Roger Crawford. Uh, Wanda, why don't you play? Can you play that cut? 
And we'll listen to that, and we'll talk a little bit about Obama. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me a great deal of pleasure to introduce to you that true man of the people, the next governor of the state, Willie Stark. My friends, my friends, I, I have a speech here. It's a speech about what this state needs. There's no need in my telling you what this state needs. You are the state and you know what you need. You over there, look at your pants. Have they got holes in the knees? Listen to your stomach. Did you ever hear it rumble for hunger? And you, what about your crops? Did they ever rot in the field because the road was so bad you couldn't get them to market? And you, what about your kids? Are they growing up ignorant as dirt, ignorant as you because there's no school for them? No, I'm not going to read you any speech. But I am going to tell you a story. It's a hey. funny story, so get ready to laugh. What's he up to? Get ready to bust your sides laughing because it's sure a funny story. It's about a hick. A hick like you, if you please. Yeah, like you. He grew up on the dirt roads and the gully washes of a farm. He knew what it was to get up before dawn and get feed and slop and milk before breakfast and then set out before sunup and walk six miles to a one-room slab-sided schoolhouse. Oh, this hick knew what it was to be a hick, all right. He figured if he was going to get anything done, well, he had to do it himself. So he sat up nights and studied books. He studied law because he thought he might be able to change things some for himself and for folks like him. No, I'm not going to lie to you. He didn't start off thinking about the hicks and all the wonderful things he was going to do for him. No. No, he started off thinking of number one. But something came to him on the way. How he could do nothing for himself without the help of the people. That's what came to him. And it also came to him with the powerful force of God's own lightning back in his home county when the school building collapsed because it was built of politics rotten brick. It killed and mangled a dozen kids. But you know that story. The people were his friends because he fought that rotten brick. And some of the politicians down in the city, they knew that. So they rode up to his house in a big, fine, shiny car and said us how they wanted him to run for governor. Sadie, he's wonderful, wonderful. And he swallowed it. He looked in his heart and he thought in all humility how he'd like to try and... So the point is, and, and, and by the way, if you haven't seen the original All the King's Men, written by Robert Penn Warren, go out and get it. You can get it on Netflix, I guess. You can go to Blockbuster, go to all those places. But I think you gotta watch it. I think you have to watch it because we're in, we're in the world of all the king's men. We're getting out there and we're talking to the average American, and Obama's doing his thing and he's talking to the folks of the United States and he's saying, it's got to change. Can't be the way it is. And that's his whole campaign. He's got to shift the paradigm. And uh, and Willie Stark was doing that in Louisiana, and uh, and we can go more into that later. But I just thought I would make office lighting, you know, and all this other stuff. But I got to tell you, man, there is there are stockpiles of green things right. all over Home Depot now.
Well, you mentioned green, and we discussed this a while ago, but I, I remain as sort of steadfast and adamant about the concept of greenwashing, as it's called. And people who get green and tell you you've got to be green and you've got to do this and you've got to do that, and meanwhile, you know, they're, they're, they're walking, they're talking the talk, but they ain't walking the walk, as it said. And so you have companies that may say, we are green, but they still are using big, you know, the big fat cathode ray monitors in their, in their office. Or when they dispose of them, they just put them out in the dumpster. Or they dispose of, of the computers by just throwing them away as opposed to recycling them or going online and finding out who will buy this technology, um, when it's obsolete or when it's old or when it's just too old for them to use. Green is really big. And you know, it's 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 important and done well and wisely. It is it is critical to the way we run our lives and the way we run our business lives. But just you know, I, I'm I'm very cautious and suspicious of companies that get caught up in greenwashing. About the time of the you know the Earth Day concept and and the the live or the the what was it not Earth Aid but the the thing that. Um, that Al Gore was involved in a couple months ago, um, you know, where they had the concert around the world for the Earth. I mean, it's great, but you got to just make sure. That was so hypocritical. You got to stick to it. You know what? You got to stick to it. You got to really preach the message and follow through. And there were a lot, yeah, there were a lot of downsides to that event. There was a lot of stuff that I, that I heard and read about after the fact as, as far as sponsorships and where message was going and waste and things like that. I mean, you can't put on something like that and, and not have it an impact, you know, from a carbon point of view. But we just need to make sure that the things we do and the organizations and philanthropies and causes that we support truly are um, putting the money, they're putting our money where their mouth is and making it valuable and worthwhile. Well, I agree with you. Okay, Jeff, what's your druthers today? What are you going to do? Well, you already got me started on green, so I mean, that's always that's always interesting. But you know what? It's, it's, it it. I, I'm, I'm talking... Um, Lately, I've been doing a, a ton. We've spoken about this before. I've been doing a ton of of blogging and of of writing content in whatever form for your small business, for your mid-sized business. I don't care if you run a Fortune 500. You know, um, the guy from GoDaddy, the the web uh, domain registration company, right. blogs on his website all the time. You know, and he's he's a Fortune 500. He's not hiring, or he's not, he's not Fortune 500, but he's a big corporation. He's not hiring people to go out and get message out for him. He's doing it himself. Um, it's a great way to use the technology that's available to build our brand. We spoke of LinkedIn, I think, last time um, or recently. LinkedIn is a great way to build connections, but then put your words into action. Get you know, when when you have a website, it used to be we had webmasters who controlled everything with regard to our web presence and we'd say okay I want to I want to write an article I'm gonna write it and I'm gonna give it to my webmaster to post and you know three weeks and a, you know three hundred and fifty dollars later it finally made it onto the website now we are the sort of the masters of to create the message that sort of wraps us in a glowing sort of halo of the message that we want to get across some really cool stuff going on out in the web today well you know what hang on to that thought we're up against a break so stay there. We're going to be right back. This is uh, Rich Rothman with Jeff Sabar on 1360 WKAT. We're going to be right back. Stay. Pizza Fusion, America's greenest restaurant, is now open in Weston, saving the earth one pizza at a time. 
Pizza Fusion serves a gourmet and organic menu of pizza, focaccia sandwiches, wraps, desserts, beer, and wine. All Pizza Fusion items are served in their purest form, untainted by the artificial additives such as sweeteners, pesticides, preservatives, and hormones. Enjoy our fresh salads, breads, dips, wraps, and pizzas. All made to order upon your request with specialty toppings like goat cheese, Key West shrimp, wild lobster, spinach, eggplant, feta cheese, and more. It's all organic, natural, and delicious at Pizza Fusion. Come in today to Pizza Fusion at 2378 Weston Road in Weston and build your own pizza. Call 954-641-5353 for more information. Pizza Fusion in Weston. Saving the earth one pizza at a time. Hi, I'm Rich Rothman, and here's a great opportunity for all of my listeners who are attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. You know, now you can borrow up to $625,000, including lines of credit, term and vehicle loans, at exceptional rates and terms. Introducing Total Pro Financial Lending Packages from Total Bank, especially designed for attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. The best, easiest, and fastest financial assistance you could ever wish to have, whether you have an established practice or your job starting out. And with Total Bank, it's minimum paperwork and 24-hour pre-approval. Just visit www.totalbank.com for all the details. Or you can call Ivis Leon at 305-476-6273. I'm going to tell you again, that's 305-476-6273. And remember, easy lending with Total Pro from Total Bank. Apply today. Total Bank. Member FDIC. Do you have aging on your mind? Is your health and well-being a major concern in your life? With the rising cost of health care and the many risks associated with prescription medications, an increasing number of Americans are turning to preventative therapies. A world-class team of PhDs and medical doctors from both Eastern and Western traditions has been assembled to formulate a breakthrough nutritional beverage with the wholehearted endorsement of the Chopra Center for Well-Being. Founded by Dr. Deepak Chopra, this team of doctors is proud to bring you Zri. Zri is a delicious synergistic blend of seven powerful herbs, fruits, and botanicals designed to restore your youth. Zri is the perfect addition to your healthy lifestyle, safe and effective for people of all ages. This is an invitation to try Zri today and the offer of a 30-day money-back guarantee. Zri is brand new to the market and is not available at retail stores or your supply of Zri today. Visit bestliquidnutrition.com. Experience the gift of health and well-being. Bestliquidnutrition.com. Wallet feeling the crunch these days? The Florida Marlins have a way to save with the Marlins Free 5-Pack. Presented by Pollo Tropical. Buy a 5-Pack and get a second 5-Pack free. Packs start at just $75. That's right, only $75. Pick the games of your choice. See the Marlins battle the Cubs, Mets, Phillies, and others. You pick. Bring your kids, bring your buddy, bring your wife. The Marlins Free 5-Pack presented by Pollo Tropical. Get yours today. Call 1-877-MARLINS or go to FloridaMarlins.com. Marlins Baseball. You gotta be here. A new terminal that is larger than some mid-sized U.S. airports. The new Miami International Airport. A new 350-space ground-level short-term parking lot. The new Miami International Airport. The only U.S. airport with sleep pods. 
the new Miami International Airport. The international gateway to the Americas with more flights to South America than all U.S. airports combined. The new Miami International Airport. And coming soon, 61 new retail and food shops to add to your airport's savoir-faire. Come experience the new Miami International Airport and watch us move towards the future. The new Miami International Airport. Do you own a business outsourcing your accounting? Then call the accounting and tax experts at TNJ Tax Service. For over 30 years, TNJ Tax Service has been preparing taxes for South Florida companies and individuals. As enrolled agents with the Internal Revenue Service, the pros at TNJ Tax Service can represent you or your company professionally to the IRS. Have challenges with your company's bookkeeping? Then call TNJ Tax Services. QuickBooks certified. TNJ Tax Services can provide training on QuickBooks for any small business. If you need monthly or quarterly bookkeeping services to handle all of your payroll and business needs, then you need to call. TNJ Tax Service, located at Taft and Flamingo in the Pillbox Plaza. Call 954-432-1700. 954-432-1700. TNJ Tax Services. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Robbins. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL, customer service is back in shipping. Live from Atlantic Radio Network in Coral Gables, Florida. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? This is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT. Cars don't work out, and if you gotta make some trash, well, don't throw it out. Recycle. We gotta learn to recycle. We gotta learn to reduce, reuse, recycle. Wanda. Yes, sir. Let's tell people, that music is so adorable. I Jeff, don't you think that music's cute? That was great. Where is it from, Wanda? It's uh, Jack Johnson from the Curious George soundtrack. Well, i got to tell you, I just like that. I love The three R, is that the three R thing? Oh, three R's, yeah. Three R's, what, no, the three R's are? Reduce, reuse, recycle. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yes. I'm going to get that and run that on my website. Isn't that adorable? Log on to my site. I just think that's terrific. I, Wanda, thank you for putting that on. That's terrific. Hey, my I was pleasure. thinking of some good Beethoven, but this is more like more appropriate for our conversation. No so. kidding. Love Jack Johnson. I, you know, I've never heard it. I've never heard him. Well, that's good. Doesn't mean anything because I'm so insulated. It's he's kind of new. He's kind of new for you. Yeah, he's new for me. Hey, listen, why don't you something really strange, Jeff? Let me just give a run this by. We're talking about recycling wait, and, wait, and doing wait, good wait. things. What, 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 what? Where are we? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. This is Rich Rothman on the Rich Rothman Show, 1360 WKAT, Yay. streaming live on the Internet at therichrothmanshow.com or 1360 WKAT.com. Or you straight, can, Wanda. Keep them straight. I know. I know. I know. I just, that's, I'm just not doing that today. And, and also at iTunes. You can go to Apple's iTunes, and you can find us now. And we're talking to Jeff Sabar, and he's with us on 1360. Jeff, Paul McCartney got a Lexus. He went out and... Um, the, uh, he bought the company? No, no, no. He, he probably could have, but no. He went out and someone gave him a, uh, a Lexus, one of the, the big one, the big, big, big one, but it's a hybrid. It comes with a very special hybrid engine made by Lexus that's really cool. But he want, yeah, I thought it'd be nice for him to have because it, it'll, it'll have a lot of power and speed, but it's still going to be environmentally nice and friendly, you know, sort of like Jack Johnson was just talking about. So they ship it to him by cargo jet. <laughs> by cargo jet. <laughs> All right? So this is what happens to Paul McCartney. Now, he didn't ask for this, by the way. He agreed he'd pay for the shipping, but he did not ask, nor did he specify how to get it to him. So they ship it to him by a cargo, cargo jet. All right? This guy, Gary Rumble, the director of the British branch of CO2 Balance, 
which helps businesses and individuals gauge the carbon emissions footprint, says that it's like driving the car 300 times around the world for the amount of carbon that was put out just to get the car over to him to save carbon from getting put out around the world. So, so McCartney got slammed in the press for doing that. And it's like, oh, my God. So I get, you see how people, everyone's out there looking at this stuff. And I am noticing now, by the way, in public, people are bringing their own little sacks. Right. I thought I was in San Francisco for a while. Yeah, well, they sell them up at the, at the front, at the register now. Um, so you can buy the, the sort of the, the reusable sort of burlap or canvas or whatever it's made of bag. Not that it carries anything, carries, you know, a dozen eggs and a half gallon of milk. But yeah, it really doesn't work for uh, a week. I guess you're going to have to change how you shop, but then you're going to use more gas going back to Publix or the store. I was going to say, you have to go four times a day, but at least you're not, you know, saying paper or plastic, you know. Um, you know, they don't even sell the, I don't even know that they sell the, or give the, uh, have the paper up front anymore like they used to. And paper was great because I used to take the paper and put my recycled newspapers, which I, for the most part, don't get anymore. Um, but I used to recycle the newspapers in the paper bag and then put it outside so that, you know, keep it all sort of organized and whatnot. Um, but, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways to, to take advantage of, of some of the technology out there that um, can keep us green. We're, we're sort of getting off a little bit back toward, toward green, but there's a lot of ways to make that happen. And, again, you know, even, for example, I've used my blog. Um, which has been mostly ostensibly about home office, telework, small business, entrepreneurship, to get on a, on a, a pretty high soapbox about the green movement and to talk about different things we can do, to talk about companies that are hyping um, hybrid vehicles. And, and meanwhile, you know, what are they actually doing to better the environment, to make things uh, you know, better for us, and more importantly, for better, for better for our offspring and the people who will be leaving uh, this world behind to. So, you know, it, it can become a great, the, the blogosphere and the Internet and the web and the ways we use some of the technology, whether it's uh, Twitter, whether it's Flickr for your photos, whether it is your blog, um, great ways to get the message out that we're trying to get out, um, whatever it may be. And if it's socially conscious and if it helps us spread the word and converts somebody to be a little bit more thoughtful than they were yesterday in whatever way, then it's all the better. So what it really comes down to is that the, an individual can make a difference. You know what? I think that the greatest individual, the greatest difference an individual can make um, is finding their voice. Um, if, if there's somebody who is out there and can influence others, um, I think the, the greatest impact we can have is by, by impact, in, influencing others um, in a positive way. And it doesn't mean that you have to be on a stage in front of a thousand people. It doesn't mean you have to have 300 visitors a day to your blog or to your website to see what you're saying. It just means you have to really support the support what you're saying, as they say, walk the talk. Um, I, I used to get emails, and I still do, where they have that little message at the bottom. It says, you know, something like, think green, don't print this email message unless you really have to. I mean, you know, and a lot of people around Earth Day time really jumped on it and copied that into their SIG file on their email. Wow, that's really cool, but frankly, I don't, not only do I not print um, when I have to, I print to recycled paper, although there's, a, you know, there's a backlash against everything. McCartney gets his hybrid Lexus and they say recycled paper takes a lot of uh, you know resources in order to make a, you know recycled a ream of recycled paper but I do that nonetheless and then also whenever here's a great idea whenever I go to print anything I go into the print preferences 
I put it on grayscale, so I'm not using any color toner or ink, and I put it to draft quality so that it uses even less of the black ink that I would be using. So not only am I conserving resources in the form of, of um, consumables in the sense of ink and the like, um, I'm saving dollars because if I print everything in high-quality color, use I'm it up churn right through that stuff. And that's that just, stuff's expensive. That's right out of your bottom line, man. It's just like, there it went, you know. You know, the whole thing is that people don't want printed stuff anymore. No. To a great degree. I mean, I just, everything that we do now, from out of my small office, I don't have 26 people anymore working for me, but uh, is is done with, uh, what do you call it, PDF stuff. Right. Airplanes have done away with tickets. Airplanes are doing, yeah. Airlines, I should say. Airlines, but they're also doing away with China in first class. <laughs> Did you see? Well, we can discuss this at a later date. But uh, we're going to talk about the airlines and how, oh, my God, talk about a messed up industry right now. There, you know what, I, I'm, I wrote again in my blog, I was talking about, for example, when, when one of the airlines, and I will not say their name for, for want of not giving them any added publicity, but started charging, what, 15 bucks for your first checked bag, although there was yeah. another. Wow, I wonder which airline that was. Just yeah, well, there are actually two of them who were doing it. One started a while ago, um, but I made a comment that, you know, at the same time, I found I got a, um, a Targus, the, uh, the laptop, like, case, the laptop bag maker came out with a bag they called a flare, which is a big honking backpack to put your laptop in. And I said, this is great because now that Ant is charging for, you know, your first check bag and just stuff this thing full of clothes and carry it on. And I said, but we're only going to get away with that for so long because eventually they're going to actually start charging, you know, a, a surcharge for actual passengers. Oh, you want to fly on that $300? Well, wait a minute, minute Jeff. You know what? Bucks. They could take all the seats out and we can use uh, the straps that you would have on a bus in New York. Just or on the subway. Exactly. <laughs> you just kind of stand there and dangle you just for three hours. You know what I mean? And on. if you pass out, it just kind of stay there. It's sort of like the you know crucifixion scene. Absolutely, just sort of dangle, just nice. hanging. You know, it's um, it, it's it's sad, but there's there's a lot going on where we're trying to get a little bit better at the things we do. Southwest, you know, long ago got rid of, of the, the seating process and the, the ticketing process has always been, you know, print your own ticket. Um, I'm not crazy about the cattle call concept that they run with, but, but still, you know, it's, it's a little bit easier. In fact, it backfired. They tried to go with seating, assigned seating. and Everyone hated it. Everyone hated it. I know. That's, so. You see, we talk about that. That's social networking. Right. And the social networking for Ding or their little social networking thingy that they've got out there, I happen to be part of that. Right. Um, worked. I mean, it really worked. It shows the power of what an individual can do. Right. And and it makes a big change. Yeah. You know. You know what's something I'd like to talk about in in the weeks to come, Jeff. As as we move into the new, the, you know, cars are going to be changing radically, and that's another whole conversation that we're going to have, and we're going to go into greater detail when we talk about energy and the future solutions. But maybe before you get your next car, there are a lot of considerations. One, of course, you got to get something that's going to be eco-friendly and going to get really great gas mileage and so forth. But maybe there are things you really need to consider when you're buying your car that you want for your communication systems. Right. And I Absolutely. think, and you're the expert on this stuff, so maybe you can give us a report on that. As to, as you're moving forward, because a lot of people are going to be switching over from gas hogs, just like General Motor, uh, yeah, GM the other GM, day said, yep. well, let me think what we did wrong. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. We took everyone out of cars and put them in SUVs. That's right. right. That was a really smart thing to do. And we built the Hummer, which is an absurd car to have, I think. Right. And it gets six miles to the gallon. But the technology going into the new generation is going to be 
outrageous, I think. It's going right. to be very important. So your car may be smaller, but your car is going to be smarter. They're, they're increasingly just really bright with the, the vehicles that we have. But you're right. You know, you have to buy the vehicle based on the phone that you have. You have to buy the vehicle. You know, I look for rental cars now, whether they have the, the port, the little plug, uh, the RCA plug for my, um, for my iPod. Right. So but they can play my music. Don't go into that now because, Jeff, I really want to spend some time on that. I want us to come Absolutely. back and we can talk about specific ideas as it relates to us computers and, and you know, the, here, here's the whole, whole point. As it relates to the amalgamation of information, Right. You know, everything's coming together and converging. And if you're going to be in your car, you really, you're going to be converging in your car, too. Right. So let's talk about that. But i got to run right now, Jeff. That would be great. Well, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the time. If people want to learn more, they want to hear some of my, read some of my diatribes, they can go to chiefhomeofficer.com. Got all my stuff up there, blogging every day, all sorts of good stuff and bad about home office, telework, alternative officing, all sorts of fun stuff. And and we want, we encourage and plus they can read you in the uh, South Florida Business Journal. In the South Florida Business Journal, every Friday we have my marketing column in there, so it's a lot of good stuff going on. They should they should get a hold of that and and read it because Jeff writes good stuff. I want you to know that. Well, thanks a lot, Jeff. See you next week. Rich, Wanda, thanks for your time. Have bye. a great weekend. I'll take care. Okay, bye. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna shift gears a little bit. And uh, uh, is Richard on the phone? Yes, he is. Let me just let me just kind of frame this out a little bit and. Um, uh, Richard Milstein is a very well-known attorney in South Florida. Uh, many of you may have seen him on television uh, as it related to the Anna Nicole Smith case. And uh, and that was on, oh, my God, that's like everyone covered. Yeah. All of a sudden, every major station, cable station, was covering Anna Nicole Smith. She became a household word. Yeah. I just was stunned by that. And... Uh, and and also, uh, Richard uh, uh, can weigh in a little bit on the California court ruling on same-sex marriage. I think that's very important. But Richard, Richard, are you there? I'm here. Richard uh, Milstein, how are you, sir? Hey, how are you today, Richard? It's good to have you. Let me. I want to make sure I'm getting this right. You, uh, your your law firm that you're with is. Are you with Ackerman? Ackerman Centerfit, right? Ackerman Centerfit. I have a lot of good friends. Uh, uh, Bert Landy, right? For a long, long time, and now Jorge uh, is over there. Uh, from the FTAA, right? Uh, great firm. Yeah, we're actually we are a great firm. We're over 500 strong with a footprint in Florida, and now we've extended out to New York, LA, DC, and throughout parts of the other parts of the country. So you're scaring Baker McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that. You said because they always have, and everyone. And listen, I've worked with Gene, Gene Rostov. He was my attorney for a while. Okay. When I did something overseas, and. Um, and they always have in their marketing, they have 17,000 attorneys. I mean, they, that's their thing. Yeah, we're, we're not quite that big, but we're, uh, we're continuing to grow. No, great, great firm. Yeah. So, Richard, let me, let me ask you, uh, can we talk about the Anna Nicole thing a little bit and how you got involved in that? Sure, what do you want to know? Tell us how you got involved in that. <laughs> how did, how did yeah. the Anna Nicole come to Richard Milstein? Uh, if you can share that without breaking a, a confidence. No, through a phone call at around 8.05 in the morning on the 15th of February with a judge on the other end saying, Richard, can you do me a favor? I've got something I think that you can handle, and I don't know if anyone else can. And, of course, my comment was, anything you need, judge. And uh, from there, it, it spun out of uh, uh, into a, a high media situation. Uh, he had a hearing that was starting in, that morning at 9.30, I had already had a hearing, I understand, the day before, uh -huh. um, and
and uh, I had to run a conflict check before I went because you never know who's going from who's been contacted by a firm. But I was able to get up there by I think around 9:40 to Broward County, and I sat down at a table with a pad of paper, and that's it. That's how it started. It was a very uh, unique, interesting experience. The crowded courtroom with cameras and media. Um, I didn't have any pleadings for two days because no one had them and no one was sure what was going on. Um, and the first day, the judge uh, ruled uh, on some uh, issues about DNA uh, for testing purposes. Uh, and by the second day, he ruled on the fact that there should be uh, um, a f a further the embalming should take place, uh, and put me in charge of the embalming, which took place on that Saturday. Uh, early morning. So, so you uh, never met her when she was alive, and no, no, no. Not okay. only did I not meet her when she was alive, I didn't really know much about her. Uh, I knew that she was a um, star in her own right, meaning she was a celebrity. Uh, I did not. I remembered she was a guest um, guest jeans uh, model, and I remember. And most of what I was following was the fact that. She had been married to a billionaire and, and that she was litigating all the way to the, to the uh, U.S. Supreme Court, uh, a probate matter which affected us greatly, uh, those of us who do fiduciary litigation. Um, but that wasn't your pleading. You didn't do that. No, that wasn't mine. Okay. Uh, that was Howard K. Stern. Uh, but we followed it. We watched it. This was a case that was, we were following. So at the trial itself, they were saying things like a reality show, and I said I didn't know she had a reality show. Uh, I didn't even know that she had a son until he died. Um, and those types of things were all news to me. Um, so you really came in like a third-person omniscient on this whole thing, to uh, a degree. I came like an alien. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I, I was—I did not know much. But the issue itself was—was—I uh, have to say was kind of basic. Uh, I've done many cases where we've we've had litigations over the remains of individual. Many times the cremains, whether somebody should be cremated or not, I've litigated them in front of other judges in, in Broward County and other judges in uh, Miami-Dade, uh, uh, and have negotiated them as well, either as an attorney or as a mediator, where people cannot uh, agree upon what to do with a the, for, with a body. So it's not that unusual, and it usually comes up with uh, unmarried, unrelated couples. Uh, and a good portion of them are same-sex couples. In this situation, we have an unmarried, unrelated couple, um, and that's why it came up. And she left no writing of what to do. So the concept is there, and uh, it didn't make much of a difference, but you had three sides to this. We had a burial in Texas, a burial possibly in L.A., and then a burial in Bahamas. Which one should rule and who should make the decision? That was the unique part, leaving an infant uh, without really having a paternity uh, which meant that without a father, the father couldn't stand in the shoes of the daughter to make to help make the decision. So we had a lot of, of oddities that came together at one time. So can I, uh, how long did that go? That went on forever, it seemed like. Um, Weeks. Well, it actually didn't go on as long as it would have seemed. Um, I think the actual days of trial were what's two, I think four, five, six days, and that's it. It's the, it's the extended news coverage. Uh, that went on. That Gives the impression. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then the, the, took, the funeral took another week uh, because when he ruled on the Thursday, uh, February, whatever it was, um, we didn't have the funeral until March 1st because one is we had to get a visa to take the body and everybody over to, to uh, the Bahamas. Right. And then we had an appeal 
a stay that was filed on the Friday morning. That was denied on Monday. An appeal was filed on Monday, and then we briefed it Tuesday and argued it first thing Wednesday morning. And the judges ruled on it on Wednesday after uh, early, early evening, late afternoon, we'll call it. Um, and so it wasn't until Wednesday that we could then say it's a go. Uh, and then we had the funeral first thing Friday uh, morning. Uh, the body was flown out uh, Friday morning. At, uh, we left Miami Airport by 8 o'clock. Uh, so there was a lot happening in a short time, but the media was all over it for a very long time. So the, 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 let's get away from that for a second. How did that affect you? I mean, you have, obviously you're a very busy attorney. Um, how did you handle that with your own schedule? I mean, it dominated you, didn't it? It totally dominated me. Uh, I was very fortunate that I was able to put a small group of attorneys together in my firm. I had one attorney, Chris Carver, who volunteered, uh, an experienced attorney to work with me and uh, do, the, do some research and writing, which had to be done while I was in court um, or at night. And then we had uh, a young associate, Mia Martin, came down right away. And Mary Swayze and Jim Samatero, uh, we formed a little team, and whatever we needed, we just kind of worked on it and did it. Uh, the positive is that because I was in the media, my other clients saw that and knew it, so they backed off, and including oh, that's the other, nice. including the other judges. So at night, I would try and handle the mail and do those things while we were drafting other pleadings and preparing. So the days were about they were usually between 18 and 20 hour days. Uh, for those couple weeks, but that was the only way that we could I could get through it. But I had, you know, at least I had the emotional support uh, as well. Uh, and because I didn't do uh, the TV interviews and all, I didn't use that time uh, for that task. I, I used that time to to make sure I was legally competent uh, in the issues that were coming before the court and then uh, handling other matters. You know, so, uh, Rich, it was a planning schedule. The the judge seemed, and, and I was I remember watching him at the. I didn't watch it all the time because I just I, I never quite understood the the craziness behind Anna Nicole Smith. I mean, it's just a, it just mystifies me. But and we're coming up on a break, and then we're going to come right back. But real quickie, the judge seemed very emotional at the end. Yeah, and I think part of that was the, there was a lot of tension going on. I mean, he was under a spotlight. He was under scrutiny, and I think he has a young daughter. Mm -hmm. and I think his big issue was he really started feeling for how this child was going to be raised. He was starting to see what was happening in his courtroom, what was happening outside, and that th this affected him in the long run of how this child was going to be growing up and what decisions would be made for the benefit of the child. Okay, hang on there for a second. We're going to just have a couple of commercials and the station ID. We're going to come back, and I want to talk about the California uh, ruling okay. on same-sex. Right. Uh, this is uh, we're with Richard Milstein on 1360 WKAT. I'm Rich Rothman. Don't go away. This is going to get great. I'm Joe Battaglia, host of the American Advisor. Listen to my show at 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Call 1-800-TAP-GOLD, T-A-P-G-O-L-D, to learn how you can receive a free silver coin with a retail value of $30. A financial crisis is affecting most markets. The subprime mortgage problems threaten a recession, and inflation is rising. But the good news is that gold continues to record substantial gains for investors. Since 2002, gold has tripled. Some analysts are forecasting a rise to $1,000. 
$2,250 an ounce this year. Gold's a safe haven investment in times of uncertainty, and it also protects you from rising inflation. In times like these, everyone needs some gold. The shrinking dollar affects all of us. That's another reason we need gold. Call Goldline 1-800-TAP-GOLD for a free information package that will explain gold's benefits to you. You'll receive a free info package and a free CD on gold. Call now 1-800-TAP-GOLD. That's 1-800-T-A-P-G-O-L-D for your free information package. Will your legacy influence your grandchildren's grandchildren? Few legacies endure like a book. You can cement your legacy with Zulon Press. The leading on-demand publisher for Christian authors, Zulon Press is your publishing partner, publishing your book your way. The look, the feel, the heft of your story in your child's hands, there's nothing else quite like it. Learn more with your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Your free Zulon Press publishing guide and your legacy are waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. 1360 WKAT. North Miami, the talk of the town. 1360 WKAT. Hi, I'm Rich Rothman, and here's a great opportunity for all of my listeners who are attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. You know, now you can borrow up to $625,000, including lines of credit, term and vehicle loans, at exceptional rates and terms. Introducing Total Pro financial lending packages from Total Bank, especially designed for attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. The best, easiest, and fastest financial assistance you could ever wish to have, whether you have an established practice or you're just starting out. 